He is risen. The Lord is risen indeed. This is the day which the Lord hath made. We will rejoice and be glad in it. O Lord, open thou our lips. And our mouth shall show forth thy praise. O God, make haste to help us. O God, me, makes, o God make speed to save us. O Lord, make haste to help us. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost. As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Praise ye the Lord. The Lord's name be praised. Hallelujah, the Lord is risen indeed. O come, let us adore him. Alleluia. Together, Pascha Nostrum. Christ, our Passover, is sacrificed for us. Therefore, let us keep the feast, not with old leaven, neither with the leaven of malice and wickedness, but with the unleavened bread of sincerity and truth. Christ, being raised from the dead, dieth no more. Death hath no more dominion over him. For in that he died, he died unto sin once, but in that he liveth, he liveth unto God. Likewise, reckon ye also yourselves to be dead unto sin, but alive unto God through Jesus Christ our Lord. Christ is risen from the dead, and become the firstfruits of them that slept. For since by man came death, by man came also the resurrection of the dead. For as in Adam all die, even so in Christ shall all be made alive. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Psalm 80 is on page 441. Hear, O thou shepherd of Israel, thou that leadest Joseph like a flock, show thyself also, thou that sittest upon the cherubim. Before Ephraim, Benjamin, and Manasseh, stir up thy strength, and come and help us. Turn us again, O God, and show the light of thy countenance, and we shall be whole. O Lord God of hosts, how long wilt thou be angry with thy people that prayeth? Thou feedest them with the bread of tears, and givest them plenteousness of tears to drink. Thou hast made us a very strife unto our neighbors, and our enemies laugh us to scorn. Turn us again, thou God of hosts, show the light of thy countenance, and we shall be whole. Thou hast brought a wine out of Egypt, thou hast cast out the heathen and planted it. Thou madest room for it, and when it had taken root, it filled the land. The hills were covered with the shadow of it and the borrows thereof were like the goodly cedar trees. She stretched out her branches unto the sea, and her boughs unto the river. Why hast thou then broken down her hedge, that all they that go by the by pluck off her grapes? Wild boar out of the wood doth root it up, and the wild beasts of the field devour it. Turn thee again, thou Lord of God of hosts, Look down from heaven, behold, and visit this vine. And the place of the vineyard that thy right hand hath planted, and the branch that thou madest so strong for thyself. It is burnt with fire and cut down, and they shall perish at the rebuke of thy countenance. Let thy hand be upon the man of thy right hand, and upon the son of man whom thou madest so strong for thine own self. 
And so will not we go back from thee, O let us live that we shall call upon the name. Turn us again, O Lord God of hosts, show the light of thy countenance, and we shall be whole. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost. As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Here beginneth the tenth verse of the eleventh chapter of the book of Deuteronomy. For the land which you go to, for the land which you go to possess is not like the land of Egypt from which you have come, where you sowed your seeds and watered it by foot as a vegetable garden. But the land which you cross over to possess is a land of hills and valleys, which drinks water from the rain of heaven, a land for which the Lord your God cares. The eyes of the Lord your God are always on it from the beginning of the year to the very end of the year. And it shall be that if you earnestly obey my commandments, which I command you today, to love the Lord your God and serve him with all your heart and with all your soul, then I will give you the rain for your land in its season, the early rain and the latter rain, that you may gather in your grain, your new wine and your oil. And I will send grass in your fields for your livestock that you may eat and be filled. Take heed to yourselves, lest your heart be deceived, and you turn aside and serve other gods and worship them. Lest the Lord's anger be aroused against you, and he shut up the heavens so that there be no rain, and the land yield no produce, and you perish quickly from the good land which the Lord has given you. Here endeth the first lesson. Together, Te Diem Ladamus. We pray thee, O God, we acknowledge thee to be the Lord. All the earth doth worship thee, the Father everlasting. To thee all angels cry aloud, the heavens and all the powers therein. To thee cherubim and seraphim continually do cry, Holy, 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 Lord God of Sabaoth. Heaven and earth are full of the majesty of thy glory. The glorious company of the apostles praise thee. The goodly fellowship of the prophets praise thee. The noble army of martyrs praise thee. The holy church throughout all the world doth acknowledge thee. The father of an infinite majesty, thine adorable true and only son, also the Holy Ghost the Comforter. Thou art the King of glory, O Christ. Thou art the everlasting Son of the Father. When thou tookest upon thee to deliver man, thou didst humble thyself to be born of a virgin. When thou hadst overcome the sharpness of death, thou didst open the kingdom of heaven to all believers. Thou sittest at the right hand of God in the glory of the Father. We believe that thou shalt come to be our judge. We therefore pray thee, help thy servants whom thou hast redeemed with thy precious blood. Make them to be numbered with thy saints in glory everlasting. O Lord, save thy people and bless thine heritage. Govern them and lift them up forever. Day by day we magnify thee, and we worship thy name ever, world without end. Thou safe, O Lord, to keep us this day without sin. O Lord, have mercy upon us, have mercy upon us. O Lord, let thy mercy be upon us, as our trust is in thee. O Lord, in thee have I trusted. 
Let me never be confounded. Here beginneth the 24th verse of this sixth chapter of the, of the uh, Gospel according to St. Matthew. No one can serve two masters, for either he will hate the one and love the other, or else he will be loyal to the one and despise the other. You cannot serve God and mammon. Therefore I say to you, do not worry about your life, what you will eat or what you will drink, nor about your body, what you will put on. It is not life more than, is not life more than food, and the body more than clothing. Look at the birds of the air, for they neither sow nor reap, nor gather into barns, yet your heavenly Father feeds them. Are you not of more value than they? <clears throat> Which of you, by worrying, can add one cubit to his stature? So why do you worry about clothing? Consider the lilies of the field, how they grow. They neither toil nor spin. And yet I say to you that even Solomon in all his glory was not arrayed like one of these. Now if God so clothes the grass of the field which today is, and tomorrow is thrown into the oven, will he not much more clothe you, O ye of little faith? Therefore do not worry, saying, what shall we eat, or what shall we drink, or what shall we wear? For after all these things the Gentiles seek. For your heavenly Father knows that you need all these things. But first, but seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things shall be added to you. Therefore, do not worry about tomorrow, for tomorrow will worry about its own things. Sufficient for the day is its own trouble. Here endeth the second lesson. Together, Dignitas, thou art worthy, O Lord, to receive glory and honor and power. For thou hast created all things, and for thy pleasure they are and were created. Thou art worthy, O Lamb that was slain, and hast redeemed us to God by thy blood, out of every kindred and tongue and people and nation, and hast made us kings and priests unto our God. Blessing and honor and glory and power. Be unto him that sitteth upon the throne, and unto the Lamb for ever and ever. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Ghost, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, dead, and buried. He descended into hell. The third day he rose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven, and sitteth on the right hand of God the Father Almighty. From thence he shall come to judge the quick and the dead. I believe in the Holy Ghost, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. The Lord be with you. And with thy spirit. Let us pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. 
and lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. O Lord, show thy mercy upon us. And grant us thy salvation. O God, may clean our hearts within us. And take not thy Holy Spirit from us. Almighty God, Lord of heaven and earth, we beseech thee to pour forth, pour forth thy blessing upon this land, and to give us a fruitful season, that we, constantly receiving thy bounty, might, ever, might evermore give thanks unto thee in thy holy church, through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. O Lord, from whom all good things do come, grant to us thy humble servants, that by thy holy inspiration we may think those things which are good, and by thy merciful guiding may perform the same, through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. O God, who art the author of peace and lover of concord, and knowledge of whom standeth our eternal life, whose service is perfect freedom, defend us, thy humble servants, in all assaults of our enemies, that we, surely trusting in thy defense, may not fear the power of any adversaries, through the might of Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. O Lord, our Heavenly Father, almighty and everlasting God, who has safely brought us to the beginning of this day, defend us in the same with thy mighty power, and grant that this day we fall into no sin, neither run into any kind of danger, but that all our doings, being ordered by thy governance, may be righteous in thy sight, through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Good morning to all. We are, uh, as we mentioned yesterday, in these rogation days, which are Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday before Ascension Day. And these were days of uh, prayer historically, praying litany around the boundaries of the city with intention for the harvest. And so there's this harvest emphasis. And this harvest emphasis comes over from the Old Testament, where there's a lot of passages like our one from Deuteronomy today, where the blessing of God upon the land, the fruitfulness, depends upon Israel's obedience to the Torah. Uh, her faithfulness results in God's blessing. And that is her faithfulness and not the best agricultural techniques or the, the latest science. And, and, so, and, and um, this comes over to the New Testament where Jesus says, don't worry about these things, but seek first the kingdom. It's another way of saying attend to the, the law or Torah of God in its in its in its fulfillment, we we should uh, when this um, emphasis is on doing what God says, we should remember the basic structure of the Torah, which is um, summarized in uh, words that Jesus used, but which come from uh, Deuteronomy and Leviticus that we should love God with our heart, soul, and mind, and love our neighbor as ourself, and that is true justice. True obedience to God is shown when we first give God the honor and justice he is due by offering him worship, by taking what he has given to us and offering the first and best back to him, that is throughout the Torah. And then from that right relationship with God becomes, becomes a right horizontal ordering of life. Um, we begin to love others because we've experienced our own value in relationship to God. We've honored God, and then we begin to see the image of God and others and begin to love others rightly in the, in the horizontal way. And this comes right in the Ten Commandments where the first five 
uh, uh, first four uh, or five, a little debate about which where the, which side of the, of the of the hill the fifth commandment lands on, but but where the the first group is is um, honoring God, and then the second group is loving our neighbor, and so um, the the main issues Israel ran into is when they moved in the promised land is rather than obeying the Torah where we honor God with the with the first fruits, we only go to the temple and we honor God only, they began to make compromise with local idols because the idea was, well, have your crops grow in this area, you needed to offer a little sacrifice to the to the to the God of the hill or the God of the valley. And so Israel began a syncretism where they would have local idolatry. It's still go to the temple in Jerusalem for the big feasts. But they would, they, and and the problem with with this local compromise is that when you begin to compromise duty to God, you begin to chip away at the way you love others. When you make experience, okay, I need to do this, then you begin to treat other people in terms of how they can help you get the thing you want. So compromise, it's kind of a domino effect. And the way this translates over into our lives is, you know, we say we. We love God uh, uh, with all our heart, soul, mind. We worship Him, but you know we make little compromises in little areas of our life because this is what you need to do to get by in this area. You can't really, um, you can't really give God all He is due and, and make it in the world. And it's reflected in our world in, in a general um, devaluing of the honor that is due to God. Um, there's a general sense what what always. Um, gives way in a schedule. I don't have time for prayer. I don't have time to go to church on Sunday. We got a bunch of other things going on. I don't make space in my life. And it's interesting in this connection between serving God and man, it's perhaps most clearly uh, demonstrated in that when we worship God, we have to commit to doing nothing other than worshiping God for the space of our worship. We have to commit ourselves to what we might call non-productive time, just to be present with God and offering ourselves to him. And to our modern sensibility, this seems, God, you're just, you're, 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 you know, we had, okay, let's make the worship efficient, let's get in and out, and we go on and start being having productive days. And, and the funny thing is that this leads to a lack of blessing. It starts to chip away when we don't give ourselves fully to God. It begins to 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 manifest itself in our relationship with others. Because we, if we've treated God as something to deal with efficiently, we begin to treat others the same way. They're not. They don't have value intrinsically in the image of God. We're well, what can we get from you from them? We we manage our interactions, and the whole the whole apparatus of Torah begins to fall apart. And I would say that this is the the uh, primary thing that is wrong in our world, and I think when we have all these com conversations about justice, social justice, they're not illegitimate conversations that are concerned about how people are treated, but they make no sense in a biblical context if we don't first give God the honor and glory he is due. Only when we honor God rightly, He is. this is the first and great commandment, can we honor our neighbor, we love our neighbors ourselves because he bears God's image. If we skip God who, whose image we bear, we we have no reference point to love the other. And even this is why all our social justice kinds of conversations in a purely secular way come down to 
expedience or economic valuations, not genuine and true love. Now, the idea that the idea that um, you know just seek these seek God and all these things be added to you doesn't mean you're not supposed to do diligent work. Uh, doesn't mean you don't have to plan. But in our culture, there's this sort of you know. Uh, overvaluing of everything that's economic and people just worry about do I have enough money do I have enough this I've, I've sat with people who are you know wealthy by by any historical standard who are just constantly worried about whether they have enough for retirement or whether this will happen that will happen God doesn't want us to do that he wants us to offer him the worship he is due as we do in the morning go from our worship into our day and to do what he calls us to do do it well to his glory to the good of others to focus on worshiping God and doing our work well, and then he'll provide for us. It's gonna, it'll happen. We can't neglect something we're supposed to do. We can't just, if you're a farmer, you can't just pray the seed will plant itself, but you can all, you can worship God, plant the seed and do your stuff and then let it go and, and, and rest and, and have that right balance of life. So during these rogation days, as we look to the ascension and then we look from there to the, the coming of the spirit, we can think about how our lives are rightly ordered. Um, if we want the blessing of God in our lives, we have to sort of think about how our lives are ordered to, to honor God truly as the first and best, and then out of that to, to love others, to do good work to the glory of God and love others. And this is, this is how we seek first the kingdom, and we trust God to provide for our needs as a result of that. So a few thoughts about today's feast and lessons. Continuing at the form of intercession found on page 11. Accept, O Lord, our intercessions for all mankind. Let the light of thy gospel shine upon all nations. Be gracious unto thy church, and grant that every member of the same in his vocation and ministry may serve thee faithfully. Bless all in authority over us, and so rule their hearts and strengthen their hands that they may punish wickedness and vice and maintain thy true religion and virtue. Send down thy blessings, temporal and spiritual, upon all our relations, friends, and neighbors. Reward all who have done us good, and pardon all those who have done or wish us evil, and give them repentance and better minds. Be merciful to all who are in any ways afflicted or distressed, in mind, body, or, or estate, especially those from whom we make our prayers at this time. Comfort and relieve them according to their several necessities. Have mercy upon the faithful departed, and grant them an entrance into the land of light and joy, in the fellowship of thy saints. For his sake who went about doing good, thy Son, our Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. Together the general thanksgiving on page 12. Almighty God, Father of all mercies, we, then unworthy servants, do give thee most humble and hearty thanks for all thy goodness and loving kindness to us and to all men.
We bless thee for our creation, preservation, and all the blessings of this life, but above all for thine inestimable love and the redemption of the world by our Lord Jesus Christ, for the means of grace and for the hope of glory. And we beseech thee, give us that due sense of all thy mercies, that our hearts may be unfeignedly thankful, and that we show forth thy praise, not only with our lips, but in our lives, by giving up ourselves to thy service, and by walking before thee in holiness and righteousness all our days, through Jesus Christ our Lord, to whom with thee and the Holy Ghost be all honor and glory, world without end. Amen. Amen. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the fellowship of the Holy Ghost be with us all evermore. Amen. Thank you, Barb, for um, responding. Thanks, Ed. Have a great Thanks. Tuesday. Thank you. Thanks, Bye-bye. Have a great day, everybody. Thank you, everyone. Have a good day.